Welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you today? I'm really good, Rob. How are you? I am absolutely brilliant. <laughs> good. I am so glad to hear that. <laughs> brilliant. I mean, not like in a smart way, but like in a British way. Home oh, fucking brilliant. It's great. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, there you go. Brilliant. <laughs> I was watching something on YouTube this morning before I went to work, and it was um, British slang. Oh, man. They got some good ones. Really? And like, yeah, some shit that's so off the wall and has nothing to do with like American. Like (laughs) you couldn't even you couldn't even like they have one. It's your they call each other like a tosser. And I'm going to I'm just going to leave it alone. And I want I'll tell you what it is after we go off the air because I can't even tell you what it is on on here. Oh, my gosh. Write it on a piece of paper and show me. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to talk comfort zones Mm. and the pros and the cons of comfort zones because i think well there's i think there's good and bad with them Mm -hmm. um i guess it all matters where you're standing right absolutely if you're if you're good with comfort zones i guess you're like screw it we're not changing and if you're bad with them and you're maybe with somebody who isn't it could be a, a bad thing so Getcha. but i but i did go to a website because generally i'm doing pretty good about that whole researching type stuff because um you know i i didn't get a producer to actually produce the show this time so um <laughs> they're they're uh they're they're in another state working so they they couldn't get us help but this one i think it's kind of a uh an interesting thing because uh comfort zones can be the death of people and can rejuvenate people. And I think that those are both very positive things, mostly in today's day and age where people are okay with sitting at home and being locked up Mm -hmm. and staying in a comfort zone that's literally killing you instead of going outside and seeing the sun. Thankfully, we're at a kind of a different time. We're kind of getting past that bullshit where, you know, you're walking around and like I took an, I, the, so my flight out of where I live, I had to wear a mask. My my flight home, I didn't. That's so, so cool. Th- it it changed in a week, which was so fucking awesome. To and get now on it's an back to you have to wear one. I heard only in Los Angeles, though. Really? Like, yeah, like so you have to walk stupid. around the airport. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting on the, an air uh, an airplane at LAX, these uh, crazy surf Nazis make you wear a mask. Um. Other airports in the area, like John Wayne or Ontario, you don't have to do shit. Really? Yeah. And like, I was walking around Atlanta Airport, and I would say, uh, 1% was wearing a mask. Okay. It was, nobody was wearing masks. Nobody. No pilots, no airline people, no nobody. Just a very small percentage. And I think a lot of the percentage was what you would expect. Um, elderly people, you know, people that I that should be wearing a mask because you're obviously a much higher risk of dying. So mm-hmm. and again, that would be your comfort zone. Like it's OK to be in that comfort zone. 
But um, I did find one at the Walden University, which will be in the show notes. So you can go there and click the link. But it kind of goes over like different things about the pros and the cons. So I'll just kind of throw them out there. Um, the pros of staying in your comfort zone, drawing on experience. It's, um, you know, you, you, you stay in it to be familiar because activities, you know, we perform tasks repeatedly. So like that, that is a good thing. Like get up, do this, do that. That's a comfort zone. And I think that that's, that can be a, a very positive thing. Like I get up in the morning, I go to the gym, I come home and do this. And then at night I brush my teeth, and take my vitamins or whatever your stupid thing is. Right. Um, uh, like uh, being confident that uh, having some kind of thing, uh, being in a comfort zone will get rid of anxiety because it limits messing things up because you have a certain way of doing things. And I think that that's cool. Um, you, you minimize risk. And a lot of a lot of people that we live around would rather not take risks because life is easier when you don't mm-hmm. maybe not as fun you know you're less you're you're less likely to do monster trucks you know <laughs> sunday 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 do um, monster trucks in the av that was so exactly. much fun by the way i would sure never done that before and we sat pretty much right in front well maybe like four or five aisles back um, where they had um, dis- disabled seating. And I mm-hmm. sat with my friend because she she has a really bad back. And so we were up in the dust and we got to see really well. And the trucks parked right up in front of us. That was so much fun. They're, yeah, they're never loud, did that before. Huh? Super loud. Super. Like those Super are the things loud. you go to. And again, taking you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And you the way they like... Shit? They do things like they're right on the wall and you think, man, those stupid tires could go right over this little ramp here and, and kill me sit in my lap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've been to both. Um, I don't think I've been. I went to a monster truck. I did. Um, well, before my son was born. So at least 20 years ago. And I was at Angel Stadium and it mm-hmm. was like insanity and they're loud. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think they were that loud. So uh, another pro of being. Um, and a comfort zone is rejuvenating because if you somewhat come out of your comfort zone, when you come back, you feel better. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. Um, and you, you kind of expend less energy with routine tasks. You don't feel as you don't feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing all this shit. And, and, uh, I'm, I guess, you know, uh, it's just easier when you do it every day. You don't feel like you're um, taking a lot out of yourself, which, you know, kind of leads back to um, the cons of staying in a covered zone. Because, mm. well, <laughs> pros we, and we cons both to everything. pros and cons. And we know that the cons of doing it have repercussions. Um, staying in a comfort zone like. Let's just say for shits and giggles that two years you were locked up in COVID. Yeah. You know, you got so used to it that it it changed who you were as a human by staying in that comfort zone. And now you're just okay with not seeing people. 
Right. That happens to a lot of people in that role that happened and they're living through it right now. Yeah. People are still catching up and it's okay. I hear your dog. We'll make it work. So uh, so our fans are just going to hear the dog. Don't. And it's not my dog. It's the neighbor's dog. They need to let it in. (laughs) Okay. So saying your comfort zone, we're going to go with one that says holding back. Um, I guess if you stay in your comfort zone too long, it can make uh, you complacent. Right. Um, Which makes sense. And and mm-hmm. I think what we were just kind of talking about, it, you get into a complacency and it's much easier to just stay in it. And it's super hard to get out of it. So that's for sure. Um, Here's here's my one of my favorites. No risk, no reward. Mm-mm. That's if, what we were talking about in our last episode. You don't know yeah. unless you try it and take a yeah. risk, you know. And and if you don't take a risk, you'll never have reward. It, it's kind of a big deal. And and I think that that's, you know, like this website says, it's an overused phrase, but for good reason. Because, you, you know, you don't. <laughs> um, by by staying in your, your comfort zone. And I think this might be kind of like your thing. Um, only because of doing this show is not learning new skills. You know, um, you're a great talker and you always have been. But doing it like this is a skill. Uh, and we're and we're both difficult. learning it. Yeah, it is for sure. And, in and it shouldn't I be taken lightly. Shit out of everything. And oh, you did it. it not <laughs> could. <laughs> yeah. I did. I know you did. I ran classes. That's yeah. Uh, but yeah. But, you know, it's the sense of. um. For me, it's the. um repercussions of saying things where we're recorded now. And sure. I really, my mom was one that said, if, if you don't want people talking shit to you about something that you said or did, don't leave evidence. And here sure. my, this is putting my life into. Here's an, here, here's an hour every week of evidence. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's, yeah, it's I mean, and then, you just know, think. you got to own everything that you say, too. And that's the harder part for sure. Yeah, uh, I even think I take that and I'm and I'm pretty outgoing to say, fuck it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pretty open. But I, I I do think a little bit more before I speak. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, just think we were in a class called communicators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, that. That literally the whole function of that class was to learn to speak to one another. And Thankfully. to read body language and to, yeah. to be to okay with yourself, how to hug, how to, yeah. how to be honest. So like we learned so many things. I would love to have him on this podcast. Mm. Love to have him on because he was such a good guy when it came to understanding that kind of human psyche of because of you know who he was and and being blind in one eye and having a birthmark and having all these different things he was such of a personality mm-hmm. you know and that that took a lot so obviously doing communicators was really good um it, it and, definitely helped us be better people for sure oh out for sure without mm-hmm. without going you know, a step further. Uh, I owe a lot to him and then the people that were in that first class. Because after that, I was, I, once I burst that bubble, I was like, <laughs> and I can fucking talk. 
Um, here, here's another one. And I think we were kind of talking, it, this kind of goes with no risk, no reward, but staying in your comfort zone is missing an opportunity to make your comfort zone bigger. Mm. And I think that could be, Absolutely. I mean, in my case, stretching your comfort zone is obviously taking risks, um, embracing something that's, is uncomfortable you know, that you have doubt and then succeeding in it. And I think maybe that's a little bit for you where doing this podcast is something that, you know, you think about and you're a little worried in the back, but we're succeeding and regardless of how I look at it and, and numbers aren't always succeeding. You know, I love that you're so like, the way you are with me. Like, you're like, no, we're doing it. Don't worry about it. Let's just keep going. You don't, you don't ever say, yeah, teen, you're really fucking up. Would you get it together? And I'm waiting for it. So if you give it to me, I'm not going to be buttered because I know it's coming. But, but I like that. You're just like, no, we're not going to be perfect. We don't have it perfect, but here we are. Let's do it again. Because I think that we both know that, that again, a comfort zone, um, we're not in one as Mm -hmm. much as we are. Right, because I right. think we are, there is part of this show that is very much a comfort zone and, mm-hmm. and very much needed for both of us mm-hmm. more I than the, the, more than the fans probably will ever know mm-hmm. that, that there's certain parts of this that are, are, um, so important therapy. for my, for my daily therapy of mm-hmm. knowing what I'm talking about and being able to say things that I can get off my chest that, People in the real world have no clue of what is really going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. And it, and it gets me out of that comfort zone. It's also made us closer. So we've got like somebody, if we need to bounce some anything off, we mm-hmm. we're hitting the text button and, and sending it off to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that right now for it, it forges us to be, you know, closer. And I think that's a, I think that's what we kind of need to Oh, for sure. I think that's that's checking in and super positive, actually, Mm -hmm. because it gives us a chance to talk about things um, on a a much different level. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, my life experiences of of, let's just say divorce, because obviously they're so many years apart. You know, mine's 13 years ago. So I'm very much over it. I mean, to the point where I'm like looking to another relationship of, of a more serious, you know, thing, and you're now going through it. So, um, those are just things that you don't realize. And then, you know, our love of like silly shit, like going to Chi Chi's and just bullshitting Mm -hmm. about whatever. And, and of course I think, you know, during this last two years with work, you know, like I never stopped working and you couldn't do it at all. Stopped. And your business is, now just Gone. starting. <laughs> well, I mean, let's say, I mean, hopefully it's not gone per se, but definitely it, it's now starting to work itself back. Yeah. Well, I think you know I'm I mean? starting to work myself back, which is making everything else kind of click into place. Sure. It's been. Um, so. It's been so let's. Let's kind of throw that out to like a comfort zone and kind of, you know, bounce that off of what we're doing. Do you feel, do you feel that you're 
getting closer to being in a more of a comfort zone of where you're at in life. Cause I think that the, those are just as much, there's little subsets of, of comfort zones, right? There's your main comfort zone where like me, I, I was okay for 15 years living in the Valley where I lived with my ex-wife and I didn't want to move and I didn't want to do things because I was comfortable. It's like, mm-hmm. why fuck this up? Everything's going great. Um, as soon as I started to get a divorce, I was like, boom, jumped out of town, moved to Vegas, did this, did that. Um, but now I, I think over the last, you know, where I lived before was great. It was a, it was very much a comfort zone, which is why mm-hmm. I stayed there so long. Mm-hmm. I stayed, I stayed there cause it was so comfortable and I had such a good roommate. She was yeah. just, she was like my little sister and it was, it was just a great place that I was at the time. Um, and, but near the end, it, I thought it was also time to get out of that comfort zone for myself Yeah, because I was, I was getting complacent and it was like, it was time to just do something different. Um, do you feel you're there or you're on your way to that? No, no. So you're still very much, um, you know, so I'm still living at my dad's and that is definitely not my house. I ran a house for 20 years. You know what I mean? I, yes, all the groceries, all the cleaning, all the cooking, all the animal stuff, all the errands running, anything that needed to be done. That's what I did. And I'm living back at my dad's where, you know, it's like my stuff is in two places right now. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's frustrating as hell. I don't know where I want to live. It looks like I might not be moving in, uh, to a place with my friend just because of things that she's going through as well. Um, so I don't have a plan again. I'm back to not having a plan. Right. Um, and then I found out the divorce is taking longer because of paperwork that he needs to have and he doesn't. And I'm, pissed off and frustrated because I, I, I just want to start my own life. I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't, I don't even know. I've lived in the same place my whole life. And lately I'm like, do I want to live there? I never thought I'm like the 11th or the 12th generation born and raised here in the Valley. Like Mm -hmm. we don't go anywhere. Now all of a sudden I'm like, God, do I want to be here? What, what is it that I really want? And I think I'm more confused, not confused. I'm, I just know, I just know that certain things are going to need to happen and I don't know where that's going to take me. So no, I don't feel, I would like to feel like I was in a bit of a comfort zone, but not with any aspect of my life. Do I feel comfortable? Right. I, I'm <clears throat> safe, but not comfortable. And, and I'll tell you that, um, from the standpoint, um, at, from me, that's that's the last thing I ever want to say. Because I asked somebody years ago, you know, about something and I was like, you know, how is this relationship? And she said, it's safe. I was mm. like, fuck, not not I'm in love, not yeah. it's great, not this, it's safe. And I was like, and I don't want to put myself in that position of saying things are safe. I'd rather say, I'm good, I'm great, things are good, or I'm bad. And at least, you know, because to me, safe is is a scary thing because it's to me, safe is like I'm I'm hanging on. I don't want to hang on anymore. I would rather be able to go. Yeah, I'm going shitty like I'm it's shit right now. 
and and at least I know I'm shit and I need to get take the ladder and get out of the fucking hole I'm in. Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever been shit. I've been well, in a good. really low place. I've I've you know, but you know, I'm I'm a realist with myself, with what's gone on in my life, which which go with what goes on around me. And life is just not ever going to be easy, right? So mm-hmm. I just look at it that way. It's a shit show, but I wouldn't say it's shit. But life, life, even at this point with everything sort of up in the air, has been a lot of fun. And not that I know what I'm doing, not that I know if I'm even doing the right thing. I have no idea, nor do I care. I'm just uh, just kind of grateful that that I have my sense of humor. I could laugh at things and... Like, see what happens next. I'm not afraid anymore because I know that I'm strong enough to handle anything that comes at me. I think I learned that mm-hmm. about 10 years ago when I was going through that shit show of a life. But um, so I'm not afraid. I just would really like to have some direction. <laughs> Do we have some direction, right. please? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that, um, like you said, um, you're not sure what you want to do or where you're, you want to be at. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely there. Um as much as I love California and I do, there's, there's a lot of great things and great people. Um, but I think I, I am ready to kind of, you know, step out and, and move on and go somewhere else. You know, I did two years in Vegas in 2009 during that shit show of, of the world. Um, the world's not the greatest right now when it comes to money and everything, but Mm -hmm. I, I, I see, I see me living somewhere else, a little slower pace, something that's a little, you know, ooh, a little relaxing, a little more. I hate to say a little more of a comfort zone. Because I think that there is something there, like I said, the the pros and cons mm-hmm. that that life, I think, in at where I'm at in my age, it doesn't need to be like, you know, I don't need to go fishing every day. That's not what I'm saying, but. I definitely, I don't mind a slower pace with different people. California people are a different breed. Mm-hmm. However you want to, you want to take that. So I look at it that way. My son is older. He'll be 20 this year. So I think looking towards my future and getting out of one comfort zone and getting into another may be a great thing. And, yeah. and we, and we kind of talked about that as well, um, off air with you about like, you don't know, you don't, you don't know if you want to stay here. And I think there's a lot to that. And, um, you, you know, once everything falls into place with your, with your divorce and all these little things, you're lucky you have a career that you can take anywhere. Maybe That's, changing that too. Maybe, but I mean, you have something that you can always rely on. Yeah. And I think that there's something to that as well. Even if you did, did what you do now on the side, you know, you got a chair in your house and people in town, wherever you live at the, the local people come in and, and get a hair done in, in the house on the side of whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's play money, but you have something to fall back on it or something you can travel with to get your start. And I think mm-hmm. that's a very positive thing. Even if you had to go, you know, heaven forbid, you know, cut it super cuts or whatever the, the local, the local town, uh, haircut in places, 
at least you could make a living and get a life started to do whatever you'd want to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're never too old to learn something new and, no. and, and, and get something. So again, it's, you know, I I'm with you about comf- that comfort zone of home because the first thing I did when Vegas kind of ran out, I ran back home. Yeah. See the, if I, if my home base was secured in a way that I wanted it to be, cause trust and believe I, I don't have to go anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, you know, at my age, I could, I want my own place and I could have my own place and I should have my own place and my own privacy and my own way of coming and going and doing my own thing. So, but yeah, that's nothing's really comfortable for me right now. So I'm looking forward to finding that in a place. I think yeah. that's going to be my. It'll be a cool little thing to have happen when it does. And, and like I said, I, I had a great comfort zone for eight years mm-hmm. when I lived with my roommate. It was great. It was it was easy and it was a comfort zone. I knew I could do this, go to work. I always had someone that I could talk to if I if, you know, if I wanted to. And I could always escape to my room if I needed to. Well, didn't you also great, say that being married was a comfort zone also? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, again, I would say that was very true for me as well. It was very safe and taken care of where I was for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was much easier. I had two incomes. I had, you know, I had um, young daughters that were really fun to be with. Um, mm-hmm. My son was a newborn. You know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of really positive things and. I always felt that where we lived, right, was a great place. So why would I want to leave? I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. All the shit I know is right around here. And I could I could drive through the streets. And I mean, my girls could tell you. I mean, you know how many times I was like, I used to live here. I used <laughs> to go here. This is one of my favorite places. I mean, I took them to Chi Chi's. I took them to get tacos. There's so many things that. That you I only live two blocks from me. Yeah. So two blocks. I mean, so it, it, I can see that the, the comfort zones are so easy to get into and so hard to get out of. Until and I, I, I do believe that part of life is okay to be comfort and it should be. Sure. You need a place where you could you could rejuvenate yourself, where you could be safe, where you could feel secure, where you have your needs met. And you could let your guard down. So I don't I don't see all of comfort zones being a bad thing necessarily. I, I totally agree. But I think that it's a yin and yang. Yeah. There has to be uh, enough of that comfort zone and enough to want to kind of go, go outside of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you'll be you can find yourself miserable in a comfort zone. Okay. If you if you go outside of it you get the rejuvenation about going back in. And I think that, you know, whether it's with a couple, if you're a couple and you're in it, you have that, that's where like people get stuck in a rut, right? This big round circle of a rut. Mm -hmm. And that's because neither of you go outside the comfort zone because you go to work every day, you do this, you come home and take care of your kids. You kiss each other and go to sleep. It's not bad. But it's not the greatest. And that's where, 
you make that. Um, I have friends that are like, we date once a month, no matter what. Kid gets dropped off at grandparents' house. We go and and have a, a date. And I think that's super important. And that's super important no matter how old your kids are. Mm-hmm. If you have teenage kids that you don't have to watch, you should definitely make that choice to have a date, make something happen. And that's with anything. If you're single and you have a child, let's say you're uh, a younger mother and you have a six-year-old at home, it's okay to go out with the girls. You call your parents. Absolutely. And, but you, you also have to understand within that is that you have a child to take care of. So you, you balance that with the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. If you go out once a month and you have a good old time with your friends and then pick up your kid and you do your thing, that's great. And that's getting out of that, that, um, that rut or that comfort zone that's maybe hurting you. Mm-hmm. Because like I, I did it, like when I got with my ex-wife, you know, her daughters were 12 and eight. So, you know, they were, they were children still. It's not like we could just pack up and leave, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of years later, you know, now they're 14 and, and something and 12 or 14 and 10, you know, we could leave the house and have a babysitter that would watch, uh, you know, her sister. And then the next, you know, in the next couple of years, we'd have a 16 year old to watch the newborn. So, um, but you have to be able to do that. And I think that no matter where you're at in life, whether you get with somebody who has an older kid, you have to make sure that they get out of a comfort zone of, of knowing they have to stay home with their kid all the time. Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm, I was definitely kind of a thing with that. Like I wouldn't do things cause like my kid was my only priority. Now it's like, I don't have that. I don't have to do that. Yeah. So there's, there's days I, I come home and I see him in passing. <laughs> You know, he's, he's in his room playing video games. I'm like, Hey, he's like, Hey, okay. Do my shit. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, and again, I I understand that. Like what people have lives and I, and I think that's where we, we kind of go where the comfort zone now is I'm okay moving on. Like I, I have to get out of the comfort zone of, of having to be dad every day. It's like, I'll always be his dad, but he has to grow as a man. Mm -hmm. So if I move on and he decides to stay on in California or stay here, that's what he'll do. And he'll become a man doing that. And I'll move on and and start the second phase of whatever my life is with a new comfort zone and a, and a new way of life. Yeah. And I think that there's something like, you know, someone like you where, you know, don't, don't feel trapped by your comfort zone because it, it, I'll tell you, Tina, I, I lived it and it and it's not fun because you realize it once you get out of it. Like it took me about, let's see, once I got a divorce, I moved to Vegas. I'd say about eight months into where living in Vegas. And I just remember going, oh, yeah, the, I this is a new life. Like realizing like. <sighs> that's how I felt. Like it was like this massive thing got off of me that that wasn't even horribly bad because me and my ex-wife's uh, divorce wasn't bad. It, it really wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, it was quite good uh, considering everyone else I know who goes through these ballistic fucking oh, wars yeah. when it comes to them. I get um, you. But I was in a comfort zone 
that I, I didn't realize was weighing me down like heavily. So and, was and, it really a comfort zone or was it just you dealing, you could, you could deal with the uncomfort of it? <laughs> um, I think it was a little of both. Um, I think it was a comfort zone though, because I didn't think it was all that bad. Like I didn't, I mean, I, I was more shocked that I was getting a divorce than anything else. Really? So yeah. Oh yeah. Because I thought everything was okay. Because I was in a comfort zone. <laughs> Yeah. But again, months later, you can step back and kind of look at the real ground of what was going on in life. And there was many more flags that said, uh, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. And, and, and I think now for the best, it was the best thing that could have happened. I've, I've, you know, either met more people or, or done things that I, have no regret over and she's fine. I'm fine. My son is a well-functioning member of society. You know, it's all good. But it again, the last right. couple of years, definitely um, a little bit more out of my comfort zone. I'm not afraid to do anything now. If I, like I said, if something comes up, I'll pack up and, and I'll go across the country. I, I won't flinch. Is what it is. Because what the hell doesn't work. I'll find someplace else to go or I'll do this or I'll come back home or I'll no whatever, whatever it is. I, I, I just kind of refuse to stay in that anymore. I'm, you know, too, like we talked about on other shows over the last, you know, months and months. I, I've had too many friends pass away really young. That, yeah. That's that. Literally stayed in a comfort zone. My, my one friend, Scott, who uh, unfortunately, you know, passed away. Um, he was a, one of the greatest guys I ever met, but he stayed in a comfort zone. And, and I, f I wish he wouldn't have because he, he should have packed up his shit and moved across the country. And he probably would have been a much better off, you know, but he, he was a great human being either way. Um, but I learned a lot from his death and more than than people would probably think, because, you know, we talked a lot because we worked together. And uh, when he passed away, it definitely showed me I'm not going to stay stagnant anymore. Right. You can't. There's just no yeah. reason for that. I mean, we're put on this earth to learn lessons, I, I believe. And. Mm hmm. <sighs> If we're just them. putting them off and putting them off, like, what's the point? Oh, my for big sure. thing is moving away. So my comfort zone is really being here because this is the only place I truly know. And I know it so well at this whole place that I call home. I've got wired for sound. I got people. I got places. I got things I, that my life is good where, where I am right now with all mm -hmm. that. But I always felt like. Did I ever live where I really wanted to live? Did or did I am I doing something out of obligation? And so for me, I'm like, where do I want to live and what do I want to do? And, you know, how's how is this going to work? And I, I keep threatening to go to Greece. And I told my my dad, my brother and my niece and my niece is just not digging it. She's like, oh, yeah, 
you're going to be able to take me to Magic Mountain when you're in Greece. You know, so, right. <laughs> yeah. so she's, she's kind she's of not I'm having like, any okay, of that maybe. shit. She's not. And she's mm-hmm. gone bullshit at every turn, term. And it's, and it's making me out of obligation to think about staying. And I'm like, I can't do that. That's, that's not the way life is supposed to be. So Correct. I'm struggling with that a lot because we are so close, she and I. And I, a lot of times I think that we both feel like we're all we have as far as like the girls. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. But then the other day she got really mad at my brother and, um, she didn't want to go to summer school. Like she's a straight A student. She's like, what the hell do I need this shit for? And my brother's like, you need interaction. You need something to do. You need whatever. And right. she's like, no, I don't. I'm going to go to Greece with Thea. And I'm like, oh, finally, she's taking my oh, side. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, because now she sees the light. Yeah. She's like, I can get the fuck out of here. And and even if it's for three months, yeah. I can I can bail. And in that Something time, I that. could bring Thea back, too. <laughs> I think that's what she's thinking. Well, I, I, I definitely uh, think mostly in your case, you know, it may be hard for you to live abroad because of the comfort zone you have here. But I think but that again, a lo- maybe not, <laughs> well, maybe not, but a long trip couldn't hurt. Yeah. Does that too. You know what I mean? Um, the, where I work at right now, um, the person who is the president of my company is retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked for the company 25 years. He's 39 years old. Wait, um, say that again. He's worked there for 25 years and, and he's, he's 39. Yes. He'll be, he'll be so 40 in a, in a, in a week or so. Ow. So since he was 14, yes. 15 years old, he's now to for- be fair, he's the son of the owner. Okay. Okay. Or gotcha. was the owner. They sold the company. Okay. But that's why. Um, so, but he, I mean, he started in a warehouse. He, he worked his way up. He was never mm-hmm. given anything. Right, um, right. But he was talking about, cause I was like, dude, what are you going to do? And he goes, uh, and they just bought a, <laughs> like last year, bought a brand new house in Camarillo. Mm. Big, big ass house. Um, I go, so what are you going to do? He goes, yeah, uh, I think we're going to move to Europe for a year. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, we want to go to Spain, um, which is cool because because my daughter, when she was in the military, went to Spain. She fucking loved it. And the cool part about Europe is, you know, everything's a train right away. Mm-hmm. So when my daughter was in Germany, she uh, one day she woke. Uh, I was talking to her. She goes, yeah, I think we're going to we're going to go to France this weekend. What a trip. Yeah, that that's like saying, hey, I'm going to go to Vegas this weekend. Right. Or go to another country where they speak a totally different language. Yeah. So like so you can go to Spain and Germany and Poland and, and England and Ireland and Scotland. And like these are all, you know, weekend trips. So, yeah, um, if you have a good cool. sense of direction, they're weekend trips. But we all know that I don't. So. Well, no, no, you didn't. No, you can go to there and go. I need to go to England. They'll tell you you're going to get on this train and you're going to get off on this stop. And like, there's 
really good directions in those countries. Like now, obviously, I think if you're going to go to Greece, you should probably go with someone that can put you in somewhat of the right direction. But um, yeah, I mean, that I think that's a big deal as well. It's like you only live once, Dean. If you want to get out of that comfort zone and and get on an airplane, go to Greece for a couple of weeks. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a month. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a year. You can go there for a couple of weeks, get your wits about you, sit outside, drink tea in another country, get on the train, go to Spain. I mean, you can go to Greece and then go to Barcelona. You know, it, it won't hurt. I think uh, I think in your case with where you're at in life right now, it's time to break that comfort zone. It totally is. It is. So, and and I do know that, which is why I'm going, okay, a plan's not coming in, you know, it's not coming down. And I know why it's not coming down. First of all, I need to get through my divorce, which mm-hmm. is taking its time. And sure. then after that, I need to, I need to see what, what it looks like, you know, when I'm sitting there, you know, after it's all over and you're taking a step back and you, you look at the whole thing and you're like, holy fuck, this is where I'm at. I need to have Mm -hmm. that moment. I need to be like, (laughs) okay, I'm here. And you know, now what, what am I going to do with it? You know, Mm -hmm. but I would, if somebody said, let's go here, there, wherever for a month, I would definitely get on the plane and just do it because that's kind of where kind of where the wind's blowing you know what i mean and i kind of want to just go with the wind a little bit i think what you're looking for is that moment of clarity Mm -hmm. is there such a thing yes i think after (laughs) divorce there's definitely is is there okay yeah i i don't think i don't think that you get them all the time Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I truly don't. Um, the, I think they're very selective when you get a moment of clarity and you finally go, this is what I have to fucking do because I have to do it. They're, they're there. Um, after divorce, I think there is a very much a moment of clarity, or at least there was for me. And I kind of think what you're talking about. I had that moment where it was just like, <sighs> now what the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And then I stepped back. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I remember the first time that that happened to me, I was in my, I was in my dad's house and I was doing dishes and I could hear the, the news just blaring. And I had just gotten off the phone with the ex and I'm doing dishes. And I, I saw my reflection in the window, the kitchen window that was right in front of me. And I thought to myself, how the fuck did I get here? (laughs) Sure. But it was a moment of clarity where I was like, look around teen. This is it. This is no, for sure. This is where you're at right now. And Mm -hmm. I cried the whole time I was doing the dishes. And then when I was done, I went and took a shower because I had makeup all the way down my face and neck. And I got out of the shower and I laid down on my bed and I said, still not that bad. It's still not that bad, you know, so just lay down and start over again. But at that moment, the heaviness, I remember the lump in my throat. I remember the weight on my chest. I remember the, the sick nausea feeling in my stomach. And I was like, all right, okay, look around. You're okay. Like Mm -hmm. you haven't died yet. Like, again, I always use that (laughs) as like the, you know, how to judge things like, okay, nobody's dead. So that means nothing's set in stone. Yeah. That's your gauge. 
yeah, that's the gauge. You know, I remember when my mom died, I'm like, wow, this is really final. Like that was, I, that's when I realized that it was, uh, it was, uh, um, a definite, you know, she's gone. It's definitely not coming back. That's so that can't be fixed, but I've known, you know, breakups and, and friendships that they, they come and they go like the tides do. And there is nothing set in stone until death. Like that's the only thing I found that happens is death. That sure. they could stop it because I've seen you go back to friends that you dated back when we were in high school. I've seen you go back and have different relationships that you didn't think you'd you'd have. I've done the same thing. I've seen people, you know, just they go all around the world to find the exact same thing that they left when they were here. There's so many different ways that this could happen, you know, and and um, it's all scary, but it's. It, if, it I, is. if I keep it in perspective, I do fine. Uh, yes. And, and, you know, to, to kind of tie this in at one big, nice bow, this is all about comfort zones. You know, life mm -hmm. is a comfort zone and we, we have to comfort in life is a comfort zone. <laughs> exactly. And I think that we have to weave our way through those being comfortable and uncomfortable to continue to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, or to find whatever it is you're looking for in life. And, uh, look, I mean, I, I, I would love to be the person to go, oh, comfort zones are bullshit and they're got to get out of them. But I lived in them because I was that person for such a long time. I think um, everybody just, has to some degree. Yeah. And, and it just happens that now I'm like, fuck it. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's yeah. time to just do whatever you want. And, and I think as people, um, you'll find yourself weaving in and out of these different, uh, different zones of, of being super comfortable and being one that says, I can't be in this comfortable zone. I need mm -hmm. to go walk outside of it and do something different to launch my life forward into something new. And yeah. uh, I think you're, you're definitely there. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay because I remember... I remember laying next to my ex and just feeling so incredibly lonely and oh, yeah. not being able to do anything about it. Like I couldn't fix it because I was married. I was sitting mm -hmm. there. He wasn't going to fix it. He didn't want to either. We had kind of been at a stalemate for quite some time. And I remember thinking, God, this really is hard. This, this emptiness, this unable to, to be loved or supported or ju you're just sitting here with somebody, but not really with somebody. And then mm -hmm. like flash forward to the first night I spent at my dad's house, I cried myself to sleep and I woke up going, I still didn't feel as lonely as I did when I was at home yeah, with my I, ex. So I'll, I'll kind of go down that way. The, the last yeah. month in my house before my ex left, it was a, a very, very hollow and very, mm -hmm. um, humbling experience of, mm -hmm. of I can't be here again. Yeah. So, and look at me, we're all out of comfort zones, right? Yeah. Or, on or you know, on our and way. Better things, whether they exactly. be a big shit show or something that benefits us for the rest of our lives. Here we go. It, exactly. And, you know, hopefully our listeners will, I'll get something out of what we just talked about. It's, you know, look, it, it's okay to be in a comfort zone, but you can't stay long. Mm -hmm. Got to make sure you weave in and out of those those zones and 
And if you're looking for a different adventure, like it's okay to jump. It's, it's, it's okay. Find it something else. And, you know, and again, you know, no disclaimers or, 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 you know, too bad. We're not doctors and we're not uh, psychologists or whatever, but look, it, it, you have to find something in life that is going to make you happy. Whatever that is, you got to find it. So absolutely. Without a doubt. All right. You want to give them the, Want to give them the dirt on where they can find this super duper cool show? I would like to. Yes, you could find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Outcast, Player FM, Facebook, iHeartRadio, Audibles, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, look us yes. up at Don't Get This Twisted. You could reach our Facebook page at DGT Twisted. And you could also find us on Twitter and Instagram at DGTT. Um, I'd like to say that we are now in 37 states. We are in 18 countries. We got um, two new places. We got Guam and Japan. So yeah. thank you guys for listening to us. And please continue to do so. Follow us. Uh like share. share please uh we would like to get some more listeners and uh if you have any sort of feedback that you would like to give us please look us up on our socials reach out to us and we will get back to you if you'd like to be on our podcast reach out as well uh let us know what your topics are and we could take it from there for surely sure and uh we are so we are also on youtube man Yes, I, I'm learning how to speak tonight as well. Um, <laughs> you'll be seeing time. some some teasers for the for the actual podcast. So you can go and there'll be some links down the bottom if you want to find us on uh, everything Tina just said. Yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely trying to get this going. And again, share, share, share. Send these wonderful links to your friends and say, hey, listen to these crazy people. Yes. Anything else please. you'd like to say? Miss Tina. Thank you all for listening and I can't wait to uh, do another episode with you next week. Awesome. And as you know, this is a show on opinions, so don't get it twisted. Have fun. Listen. And then, like I said, as I say always, even if you don't like the show, keep listening. I'm sure there's something that uh, will get to you that you actually agree with us. Until <laughs> <And laughs> next Wednesday, <laughs> I am Rob, along with my always the greatest Tina, my co-host. And I'll see you next week. Have a good one. Good night or good day or wherever you're at. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.